This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello and welcome to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Today, we're talking about something that if you'd asked me two years ago, is this something I would want to talk about on my podcast? I probably would have said, I don't think that's my bag. But I met a lovely lady who I'm bringing on today in a mastermind that I'm in. And whenever I join something, I like I like to read everybody's books, stalk their social media, stalk their YouTube. And this lady has got me super intrigued by the whole thing. And I'm sure we're going to talk to you about that as we go through. So today, what we're we're talking about is how you can create wealth using feng shui. And I'm bringing on to you today, my friend, Patricia Lohan. And Patricia, Patricia, I'm so glad that you're here. So that I'm sure I'm not going to be the only person who's thinking, how does that work? How do you make money? How do you create a better life for yourself using feng shui? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've heard that people think that's maybe a bit way out there before. Definitely. They definitely don't even think that it's actually possible. And they say, oh, so like you move furniture and you like tell people to redecorate their houses. And I'm like, actually, I don't do any redecorations. I'm not an interior designer. I'm an energy healer for your home. Um, I'm like a shaman acupuncturist for your home. And, you know, if you are feeling great in your body, in your health, in your life and in flow, you're going to make more money. If your house is feeling that too, you're going to make more money. it's going to help you make more money. It's so interesting because I was reading your book, which I have a little copy here. I wish you guys were seeing me on video as I'm doing my Blue Peter moment. The the Happy Home, Your Guide to Creating a Happy, Healthy, Wealthy Life. And as I was reading it, I was, I like to dive into the exercises. I'm such a kind of swat in that way. As I was reading it, I was realizing that there are so many moments where Actually, I've never stopped to consider my environment. I've never stopped to think about how I feel about my working space. And I can already just at that very surface level, I can see how much that's impacting me. So I'd love for you to share a little bit with my audience, Patricia, a bit about you and how you came into working in this space. So how do I get into this? It's got a long story, but I'm sorry, but I'm going to make it really short. I got my first books about feng shui when I was actually 15 years of age. I've been like hooked into this from the very get-go when I started reading or hearing about it. And I was just absolutely like, wow, what is this? Once I got into it, I actually made my parents hire a feng shui consultant to come and feng shui their business. Like I was completely just drawn into the fact that your home has its own energy and imprint. And I think it actually was a big thing to do with me growing up. We moved house like 22 times growing growing up. So every time we moved into a new home, a whole new thing started to happen in our lives. And at that time, we had just moved into a brand new house up in like, it was a very old house, actually, um, at end of terrace in like the most like prestigious area in my town like things were going great for my parents like let's just say the money was rolling in like we had all the things and lived in the best area whatever the schools all the things and we moved into that house and money was great but health completely deteriorated there was legal suits flying in the door there was just drama it was just a big crap 
like life that happened and comparing it from hey hang on a minute we just lived in a house like 10 minutes down the road and this is not happening like so there was a very distinct difference between our life there and the previous one and that must have just triggered something in me to want to to search out I have no idea now I kind of didn't bother with feng shui again. I went to a very traditional route and studied business and marketing. It was like, I want to be normal. I don't want to be an entrepreneur because that's what my parents did. I want to work in an office and work nine to five. That lasted for all of three years. Um, I went back into entrepreneurship. And then I quit it all and went to India to become a yoga teacher. And when I did that, I had a huge spiritual awakening in India. I was there for over a year. And during that time, like all of these things that I had already been tapped into as a, at a young age kind of started flowing in. I was always interested in kind of esoteric things and feng shui is an esoteric thing, but I hadn't really connected it because I actually thought it was real practical. <laughs> um, and I hadn't really thought about it all coming together. So when I moved back to Ireland, I moved to Dublin and I got my first kind of apartment living away from everybody. And I just said, I'm going to do the feng shui on this to call in love. So I feng shui'd my apartment to call in love. And very soon afterwards, I met my husband, Ken. And all of my single friends were like, what did you do? And I'm like, well, I did all this feng shui stuff. I even found the books that were back at my mom's house, like everything. And they were like, okay, give me a bit of that. So I started helping them set it all up. And I had my own practice working with people releasing trauma and anxiety, doing energy healing. Like I was busy doing that. Like feng shui was not going to be my business. You know, I was helping people out. And But what happened was then I met Ken and he was into feng shui. So when I walked around his house, I was like, he's done feng shui in this. And his entry into it was that I could tell through the setup of his bedroom and of certain things that he had in certain ways that things were, that he said, like that I was like, oh, this is not like a typical guy. And when I asked him about it, he said, yeah, I read this amazing book in my twenties that made so much sense that like if, if my life and I feel like a bit of a mess, like in my external environment, where is my internal environment? So he started to work on the external environment to fix the internal. So we were very much on the same page um, around the energy of your space, but we really were a bit clueless about more results that were possible. Um, until we trained ourselves. And I said, I'm going to do this thing for our house. And he was like, I'm coming too. And we both just went completely like not knowing like what was going to happen. And when we got there, we had some huge aha moments and realizations. But when we got back, we decided to feng shui our home and do exactly what we do with our clients in our powerhouse program. Basically do acupuncture for your home, getting everything energy flowing, get it set up for health and wealth, because feng shui translated into English means health and wealth. We did that. And literally weeks later, I had a six-figure windfall. Totally unexpectedly, my business just kind of started to skyrocket. Everyone was just like, what has just happened? Just putting this in perspective, I know, Anna, you're reading my book, but like I was cycling around Dublin on a bicycle, a borrowed bicycle with singing bowls to now living in this big house in the country with a new car and all these clients and everyone's just like, what just happened? And I was like, well, we did this feng shui. 
we did the house because for me, you know, both Ken and I had been on this huge personal development journey. So we'd been doing the inner work, you know, we'd been releasing the trauma, clearing the blocks, like reading the books, doing the work and the mindset and all of that. Like that's part of what, who we are and what we do. But the other side, like, so our energy was good, but the house wasn't. And the house was keeping us at a space that was just holding us back from really expanding until we put everything in and we did what we teach our clients and our program to do. And it kind of just took off from there. And that was really how I started. Everyone was like, what did you do? I want a bit of that. And we, yeah. (laughs) And then I let the other business aside. We moved to Bali and we started doing feng shui virtually and yeah, are kind of leading the way in online feng shui consultations, but also in kind of building a community of like-minded people to do feng shui together and not feel like you're a total loner on your own. <laughs> Cause that's what actually I felt like. Yeah. Because I imagine, I imagine that quite a lot of people, not so, particularly when you were younger and you're 15 and that kind of thing, mm. a lot of people were quite anti it and the associations Ooh. with it. I think people are opening up much more now to alternative practices and energy. And I think that will become more and more. And as as I was saying, when I was reading your book, I actually ordered it. It was the weekend we'd just done the house up to put it on the market. And we'd almost removed all personality from it, as you do. You're making that blank canvas to sell it to somebody else. And as I was reading it, I was thinking, I've never thought about how I treat my home, how I think about my home, my feelings as I arrive at my front door. And it was a simple thing you said, like, go and make sure your front door and your entrance feels nice go and make it tidy. And and they're things that are just massively overlooked. And I actually I sort of made the decision. We're at that awkward stage now where we don't know if it's going to sell or if we're actually going to stay. And I actually decided as I was reading all of your exercises, and my mind was kind of thinking, oh, I already feel this about that. And I could see I could change that. I almost didn't want to make those changes in case I have to leave this house now and I will have fallen desperately in love with it. So I think um, we should know in the next week or two and then I'll be diving in and doing the lot because when I do things, I like to do it properly and go full out. Well, well when um, after this, I'll send you a link for house selling. I've uh, worked with many clients to sell their houses very quickly, which has been amazing. Ah, okay, okay. And so now you, you teach other people how to run this as a business, a kind of certification or a consultancy. Uh, And that's your signature program now. Is that right? Actually, our signature program is the Powerhouse program, which is helping women to actually turn their own houses into a powerhouse. So that's my signature program is really helping people that are interested in actually activating the energy of their home into feng shui, to feng shui it essentially. And that's what I do most of the time. And then from that, we've had an amazing cohort of ladies who have just, um, who are just at the end of the certification program. So now they're able to help other people and they're able to come into our team and support me as well, which has been amazing. So I'm fascinated by this, the little things that you can do without doing big, drastic, major furniture changes and changing each room from one purpose to another. What are simple things that can make a difference to welcoming in and attracting more wealth? Yeah, well, first of all, you don't have to do any drastic changes with feng shui and you don't have to make big furniture changes or switch rooms for anything. So that's really important because there's a lot of misconceptions about what it is. And 
And for me, 99% of the time, it's, for example, a bedroom, the bed will only really go in one place. Like in an office, you'll only be able to set your desk up in one position. That makes sense. So there's a lot of that where it's like, we will try and do our best, but if we can't, we'll just work with it and give workarounds. So that's one of my big things is like, there's no structural changes. I'm an acupuncturist for your home. She doesn't tell you to change bodies. She just, <laughs> she just changes the energy. That would be quite um, a service. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to, for just like getting used to it, and I, I like to describe, I almost think the analogy of feng shui is that like, it's like an iceberg. And at the tip of the iceberg is all that you can see visibly. Like, so when I'm feng shuiing someone's house, I'm looking at the tip, but I'm also looking at what's going on underneath the surface. So when people come to me and they're in their lives, they're stuck somewhere. And it's not even stuck. It's like they've hit, they've hit a plateau and they're like, something needs to change so I can like move forward and progress. So when we're looking at the below the surface, it's very bespoke and specific to every house. But above the surface, one of the things I like tell people to do and what you can do today is just use this practice that I love called fresh eyes. And you just kind of hint it to something at the front door. But this is like actually fresh eyes. I want you to stand outside your front door and imagine it's the first time you've walked into your home. Like it's the first time. And I want you to experience it as you walk in. Mm. So you walk in, you're like, okay is there like weeds on the grass on the ground like as I come in you know is that is that going to be depleting me it feels like it's untended to is the front door opening easily like can can the energy get in you know the mouth of your house is your front door is the doorbell working is there some friction points around your house like things that really bug you like a squeaking door or some handle that squeaks that you could just put a bit of oil on to kind of soften it and smooth it you know as you move around the place look with these fresh eyes at different items anything that's broken cracked not working just let it go you know make space if it's cracked broken or not working it's depleting the energy of your house mm. but also it's depleting you so it's this whole energy thing that that we're not even like often tapped into or realize that things in our space are just bothering us but they we don't even realize and then from that fresh eyes perspective again look at things that haven't moved for a long time like is there just you know I was thinking back to like one of my first clients she we were walking through her house and I was like um and this bookshelf and I was like the books looked really old and I was like can you tell me about this bookshelf and she was like mm, so that that was there when I moved in 32 years ago and I was like and the books she's like yes and I was like okay so when we think about feng shui it's about stagnant sta like we want to stop stagnant chi like forming and things kind of gathering so that in, in essence is just being there and when you think like stagnancy like even just think of like the pool of water that goes stinky and disgusting like that's what it's creating so if something that just hasn't been moved or used again is it just taking up space and blocking the flow of calling in more of what you want and allowing things to just move easily and just that fresh eyes exercise alone will start you to kind of tune in and go wow like God, there's there's so many little things that are that bother me in my house that if I took them out or changed them or removed them, it would make a difference. It's that a level of awareness, isn't it? And this so what I'm likening this to in my kind of modalities that I use often is NLP. When you become aware of the thoughts that you're do you're using, you can work out, well, do they work for me or do they not? And if they don't, why am I continuing them? I mean, as we're going through this now, I'm thinking about <laughs> I think about, well. It was really bugging me that there was dog fur that kept every, it didn't matter how much time we've hoovered, it was getting caught on the mat right at the front door. And it's not because it's dirty. It's just that, you know, it's not because we've not cleaned it, but it's it, so 
I actually binned the map because I was thinking it annoys me too much. And in my entrance hall, we've got one of those, you know, those floating, floating shelves. Well, ours are sort of floated downwards now. And it bugs me every single time I come into the house. So that's going my husband, Jeff. Yeah. And imagine like every time you go in, this thing just bugs you. You're like, oh man, like those subtle things can really make a difference. And, you know, this is definitely on the aesthetic and then the the next level will go to like the artwork like what's on your walls like what is on your walls and is your house turning into like a shrine to the past or is it more like a vision board for where you're going you know because oftentimes we can hold on to so much stuff that has like an energetic imprint of past stuff good and bad rather than thinking about like where we're going and what your intention is. And I just come brings to mind one of um, my clients that when we did the feng shui, we talked about the art and she really started to, she wanted to kind of make it like a real SoCal kind of feel like real like beach and had beautiful artwork that was these peaches and colors. It was beautiful. And literally months later, she ended up living in like in California. Like that was the vibe that she had kind of was like, I want to just make it feel like this cool like vibe. And that was just the aesthetics like you know we did all the feng shui but on the other level it's just like what are what's the where are you going and what do you want to create there's a couple of things that's making me think it's reminding me of in the secret i'm sure you've read or listened to the secret where she, she talks about a client of hers who's got pictures of women turning away from him and he's perpetually having affairs and not getting into a relationship and how making that shift really changed for him. And I'm thinking about my house and what we tend to have on the walls. And I feel because we've known for quite a long time the house is going on the market, everything is painted white. It is like a blank canvas, but then what am I creating? What am I stepping into? And it's interesting when you talk about, are you recreating the past, the things that have gone? And actually, when I think about being in, and I use vision boards and I do this stuff, but I'd never thought about how I get that onto all the walls in my home. So that's going, I'm going to, I'm going to go and do some art stalking for things I'm bringing into my life. And it can be so subtle. Like I have an amazing client in LA who had this piece on her wall that was in her new beginnings area. And it was a picture of like two vintage airplanes because her house was decor, it was um, all this art deco theme. And the piece of art was like perfect with it. And I was like, oh my God, this is so perfect. And she, it landed with her so well, the idea of the art and where you're going. She's just like, oh, that art, when I've seen it, I, I decided every time I see it, I want to propel forward. So it's like the art is like talking to her and really embodying her vision and what she's creating and calling it. Mm, So powerful. Okay, so where can people find out more about this then, Patricia? Where can they come find you? So you can come and find me at patricialohan.com. I have a quiz there, which helps you find out your house type. And this is a huge thing around the money thing. So we talk about feng shui and wealth and there are four different house types and some are very supportive from money and others not so much. And this quiz... I want a rich house. Will help you. Yeah, and I can help you pick one of those. (laughs) Literally, it's in the. It's literally in the numbers. So yeah, and the quiz can help you get an idea of where you're at, an idea of the different types of houses, house types there are, and then I also have a masterclass that is available for you to learn more from that. Yeah, go check out Patricia's work and grab her book. I think actually we should know the end of this week whether we're 
we've sold or not. And I think I might just, I might dive in anyway and do it. It'll give you a good ground day yeah, for I ideas so. for the next one. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much for coming on today, Patricia. Thank and you. Guys, go and find Patricia's work. She's just got such a fabulous energy about what she's doing. She's not surprising because her whole work is about shifting the energy and really making great stuff happen for yourself without changing everything, right? I think that's what one of the things that really strikes me is that the possibilities are all sitting there for you, but the energy isn't right. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for coming on today. And thank you guys for listening. Take care. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.